Hey y'all, welcome back. It is episode four of the Millennial Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Ellis. And honestly, guys, I'm so glad to be back. I took a large, super long hiatus um, trying to deal with school, you know, um, just prioritizing my self-care, my mental health. And now that I actually have a break, and grades are up, and I did really well. Now I can, you know, focus on all of the tons of great interviews that I have for you guys that are sitting right on my garage band, waiting for me to edit them and get them up to iTunes, SoundCloud, and now Google Play. So today's interview is actually one that I was really excited about because it's an area of wellness that I'm not too familiar with, but it's still pretty exciting and, and, and interesting to me. So today we're going to talk to Janine Ryant, and she is an amazing wellness practitioner. And today she's going to talk to us about whole body focusing, Reiki, if any of you guys are in are into or know about Reiki and energy work and all that stuff. She's going to get into that. And she talks about this really cool thing called Akashic Records that kind of goes into past lifetimes and, you know, whatever it is that we did in our past lifetimes, how that's affecting us today and just a whole bunch of cool stuff. So I think that you guys are going to absolutely love this episode. So I was going to catch you guys up on what I've been up to and what school was like, but that's going to be a separate solo episode. So be prepared to see that pop up on your timeline soon. All right, without any further delay, let's go and meet Miss Janine Bryant. Actually, before I forget, um, Janine is one of the founders of a blog called The Enjoyment Revolution, and they focus on bringing happiness and fun into our lives and helping us just live lives that are richer and full of happiness and discovering how to add that to our lives. And today they are actually having a Christmas sale on their packages full of awesome gifts and workshops to help you with the Christmas season and just having more happiness in your life. So if you are interested in it, the total package is is valued at over $400 and the Christmas special is only $99. So if you are interested, just head on over to the show notes or go to enjoymentrevolution.com backslash Christmas. I hope you guys enjoy. Talk to you later. Bye. Hi, Janine. How are you? Hello, Sarah. I'm awesome. It's I'm, I'm getting ready for a Halloween party. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> what are you gonna be? Are you? Do you have a costume? I just finished making my face look like a cat, so oh. I'm very happy because I love cats. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome! Yay! Are you? Um, is it just you going, or is your whole family? Me and my husband. Oh, good. Today. What's he gonna be? Yeah. He's going to be a baker. <laughs> Ooh, I like. <laughs> Good. Well, I'll make sure that, you know, it'll be quick and fun so you guys can have fun at your party. Oh, cool. No problem. <laughs> so how are you today? Where are you right now? Um, 
I am in the beautiful jungle of Costa Rica. You may hear all kinds of sounds outside my window. So we've got our turkeys and the birds and the dogs. So really, I'm living the jungle life um, wow. up in the mountains. And uh, that's where I'm right now. So really, really liking it. Yeah. Fantastic. How long have you been there? We've been here for the last three years now. So we moved in, ooh, I don't even know when, 2013. Wow. Yeah. So it was a good move. We're originally from Canada. That is so cool. Yeah. Left the cold to come to the warm. Yes. So smart. Learn it. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So um, why don't we start with, well, first I want to thank you for being on the show. I'm so excited to chat with you today. It's my pleasure, and I'm excited too. I love these. Yeah, me too. So why don't we start with um, what it is that you do exactly? Well, that's kind of a hard one to just go, I do this. Right, right. (laughs) But I work, when I say it's funny, because I say I work in the energy world, and then some people actually say, oh, so you like electrical wind energy, or am I no? Oh, nothing like that. Um, So I do work with the energy world, but I work with the inside, with connecting to higher vibrations, with helping people connect to that that inner self. And for some people, it may be that, you know, they're looking to fill that inner void or to find that inner peace or to connect a little deeper with themselves or discover a little bit more about themselves. And so I do use different modalities to help people connect deeper and and really align with the soul, really align with their their soul gift, their soul purpose and kind of what they're here to do. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, I'm on a mission and I have to do this, but your alignment to your soul and what that, what that can look like for you. So I help people steer them along that path. Oh, so nice. That's why I was really excited to talk to you because um, I'm also in the alternative complementary medicine uh, arena. And so I've heard a lot about Reiki and um, whole body focusing, but I've never experienced it or really um, had a good understanding of what it was. So mm-hmm. um, let's, how did you actually get interested in this sort of energy work or this work in general? I think. I think it kind of found me and I'm, I'm I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I'm absolutely not here to say that in crisis you find, um, you find energy work, but for me, that's how it happened. And I, for, I know for many, that is how it happens. So in 2006, I hit a wall um, and it was kind of, well, it was the biggest wall I've hit so far. <laughs> and it was with my husband and, and big decisions as to, you know, are we going to make it? Are we going to stick it out? Are we going to figure it out? Are we going to, you know, stay where we are or go merry way? And if we kind of stay together, do we do we stay where we are or do we move forward from here not going back to what it was in those last, that last year, that those last couple of years? And in that moment, um, I had a massage therapist who was doing drumming circles and he was really in tune with the energy world. And he opened me up and awakened me to um, discovering more of me in that realm and where I am and and how I could move through that space within me. And as I did connect with him through the chaos that took place in 2006, he helped me to see that there were other ways of being instead of, for me, it was 
really feeling into that big ball of anger and, mm-hmm. and didn't, it would it just pop pop and I was where it was silent treatment or it was just <laughs> things that weren't really conducive to living a happy healthy loving life um even though on the outside I could fake it and oh my life is great and you know all the wonderful facades that we put up I was definitely in facade mode um, yeah. But once I started to realize that there was another way, I was like, okay, so I don't need to be, it doesn't need to be this way. We don't need to be in our relationship this way. And I always tell people I get married twice to the same man. Oh. <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and it's been awesome. And so that really propelled me and really pushed me in 2006. I quit my job as a principal teacher. Wow. I'd been it for 10 years and I just really worked on me that first year and through that work I found um the first piece for me was the whole body focusing and the Reiki they kind of came together the Reiki through my massage therapist with a Reiki master and so I discovered that and then I went on a two-year training with um to learn and and really dive into the whole body focusing process so that's yeah so what exactly is whole body focusing oh it's so it's it's something (laughs) it's hard to explain because People say, so it's kind of like a meditation. No, it's not a meditation. So basically what I do is, is I hold space. And there's a way of holding space. There's a way of listening to the person that's in front of you. There's a way of moving with the person that's in front of you. And it can be on the telephone. It can be through a Skype call or video conferencing. It can be one-on-one in person. And I anchor into my energy. I do not give energy to the other person. I do not control the other person. It's not hypnosis. It's the person, me, just kind of bringing the person inside their body and letting the body do the talking. Mm -hmm. And I always say, listen to your body, step aside, give your body this next hour to show you, to reveal to you, to take you on a journey. And once we, you know, with the the way that I bring the people inside their bodies, I'm just then holding the space. I tell them, just share with me what pops up. And we'll dive deeper in it. And if you want to do the process without talking, that's okay too. And then after, if someone doesn't talk, then after we're done, they're like, oh, this happened. And oh, oh, oh. And they're, they're just telling me everything that moved inside their body. And so the whole body focusing has brought in um, Eugene Gendlin's focusing with um, the Abraham method of the movement of the body. And you just really tune into, is there a movement that wants to release energy in the body? Is there words? Are there images? Are there energy sensations? How does the body move through that whole energy of the body? And what is it revealing? Is it giving you advice, insights, words? And you just move through this process with gentle, compassionate, loving kindness. And as I hold the space, lots is revealed to the client and lots is released. And it usually keeps moving. The energy keeps moving for a few days up to a week and sometimes depending on how much they've opened up um, a bit more. And so it's a process that can be really empowering. And for me, when I learned the whole body focusing, it kind of gelled all the the energy work that I had been doing, like little workshops on this and that and the Reiki. And I was like, oh, this process. And even to this day, even though I keep learning more modalities, I always use parts of the whole body focusing because it just you just listen in to what your body needs to tell you. And that's where the wisdom is. Yeah. So, pretty, yeah. so is this an exercise that's done um, when someone is going through a crisis or could it be a part of like a daily check-in exercise or 
Like what would be the ideal um, circumstance or situation where someone could use whole body focusing? You can use it in the line as you're standing at the grocery store. You can lose it when you're in the kitchen, just kind of zoning out, peeling carrots, potatoes, whatever you're preparing for supper or lunch. And Mm -hmm. you just kind of stand and ground and just let your body, your body can go into movement without you even knowing why like it's it's cool because it's there's no figuring or analyzing or judging or trying to see okay what's this mean it's not a therapy session inside of you which is cool because people say like oh I don't want to, I don't want to be you know regurgitating my story there's no need to whatever your body's unwinding in that moment in the grocery store when you know you got to wait 15 minutes and there's all kinds of noise around you and your eyes are wide open you can just kind of settle in you know, obviously you have to kind of learn the technique and kind of, you know, understand that how to move into the body, but it can be used. I use it every night, every single night when I go and lay down, I check in with my body. And sometimes I, there's some real funky stuff that pops up. Sometimes <laughs> it's just a little check-in, so, you know, all good kind of feeling. And for me, it's been something that I use on a daily basis and uh, always at night. And sometimes during the day when I just need that, Okay, what's my next step? What's my next step? And I just take a moment and check in. Or, okay, let me just unwind from those teenage moments <laughs> with my two <laughs> girls. Or, you know, and, and you can use it in the heat of a discussion if you're capable of really moving into that space. And if not, after the discussion, instead of, you know, fuming about it for the next three hours or two days, go into a process and let it move through you. So it's really a process of letting stuff move through you. So you can use it any at any moment once you get the gist of how it moves and works. Cool. So when I was listening to what you were saying and kind of visualizing it, I I could see myself in the kitchen preparing dinner and, you know, if I knew the the steps um to do the whole body focusing, I could see myself kind of, you know, moving into the body. But mm-hmm. what happens when we meet a memory or um, emotion that we may have felt that day that's really kind of triggering or something that we don't want to go into? Mm-hmm. Do we, like you said, just move through it and kind of like be in it and move past it? Or should we just say, okay, hey, this is a bit much. <laughs> try this yeah. later. <laughs> You're always in control and there's no right or wrong way. And if you stop in that moment, it's okay. It doesn't mean it won't come back when you have a moment to go, okay, this is just a little too much for me right now, but I know you're there. You thank it. It's there. And then when you have a moment where you have that 30 minutes or that hour or that 20 minutes, whatever you felt that came up that you needed and you have the time alone, then you can go in somewhere and, and ask it to reveal itself again. And it may reveal itself in a completely different way. And that's the judging part because some people, oh, you know, I've got this pain in my shoulder. So that's absolutely going to come up. I know what it's about. And that never shows up. And they're like, oh, and all of a sudden it's in the big toe and it's something else. And it it reveals itself in a different way. But it's because you're being open to just receiving instead of taking the mind to it and kind of saying, I know, I know where it is. I know what it is. I know where it's at. So it's really the letting go, the surrendering, the listening, the you know sounds easy but it's 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 complex without it's it's not complex but it's 
it's complex in just being, right? Fascinating. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what exactly is Reiki? So Reiki, um, it's an energy that's channeled and, you know, channeled, maybe not the right word, energy that moves through the body. As you call in the intelligence of the energy of Reiki, it moves through your hands and the hands, I feel a lot of energy. And when I first started Reiki, I felt a little bit. And the more I use it, I use it on me personally. I use it on, on people. And I, uh, again, it's one of those tools that I have in the back of my pocket that, you know, I just recently broke my arm and every day, every time I have, you know, if I don't know if I'm sitting in a car, if I'm looking outside and my hands just on my wrist, I just ask Reiki, the Reiki energy to come in and, and heal, heal my wrist, heal the body. So it's, it's an energy that as the client comes in, my hands move on different areas of the body and there's an intention that the client sets, you know, whether it's healing or it's releasing anger or it's releasing a situation that they can't seem to shake or whatever the intention is. And as the energy I got, I asked the energy to come in and through me and then it moves through them and then things happen. Maybe the client will feel it. Maybe they won't. Usually I feel stuff through my hands, whether it's, heat or cold or tingles or heaviness or lightness different sensations moving in from my hands to the body and then I'm just I'm not even asking or trying to see or figure out what the energy is doing because it's set in a positive high vibrational intention and a high vibrational space it cannot do any harm to the client because there's no ill intention and so the energy just moves through the body and releases and takes away and unsticks the blocks energy blocks that are in the body all the way from the head to the toes cool i'm I'm glad that you mentioned the part about um negative effects because when i first heard about reiki that was one of the first things that you know i thought about i'm like well how do i make sure that i pick a really good Mm -hmm. Reiki um, practitioner, which I I haven't gotten it yet, but mm-hmm. you know I'm like because energy is such a sensitive thing that mm-hmm. um, I personally feel like you have to be really careful with mm-hmm. who you allow to manipulate and um, have access to your energy. Mm-hmm. And I think I'd like to, you know, you said manipulate. For me, it's not manipulation. Okay. And that's really important because we're not doing, we're not saying to the energy to do, like, it's not coming from us at all. Okay. So it's really an energy that's greater and bigger than us. <laughs> and that's, that's, and that's really here for the highest good of all. And that even when we create the intention, be, us as practitioners who do the Reiki, we have an intention and a, and a, and a saying or prayer that we say is for the greatest, greatest and highest good of myself and the greatest and highest good of all. And so it has to be in that positive way. Yeah. And again, the person who's on the table, that their subconscious can choose to receive this or not. And, and you, you bring up a valid point. You need to feel good with the person that you pick and and don't pick because someone recommended yeah yes investigate because someone recommended because if two or three people recommend someone to you and you see their lives 
are changing for the better and it's all hunky-dory, I wouldn't hesitate. I'd be like, okay, let me go find this person. <laughs> um, if it's someone you're, that you're recommended to, you know, feel it, feel it inside, check yeah. it, check in the body, in that intuition space. And if something's telling you, eh, trust it, trust yeah. it. And we're so good in our society to just kind of go, uh, no, but I'll do it anyway. Right. Don't do it. But I'll do it anyway, because if your body, your body is so powerful and is so full of wisdom and we ignore it as a society a lot. Yeah. And that's the opposite of what we should be doing. So if it's a feeling that uplifts you, that, that you feel in your heart and we say the gut, you know, the gut feeling. But really, if you're feeling it like a light or an explosive sensation in the heart. Mm-hmm. Or, or even if you're not actually feeling it, but you feel a lightness to you, there's something that's saying yes, then that's your yes. That's something you listen to. If it's feeling heavy and down in the belly and, and you know, like, uh, then it's, it's not a fit. It doesn't matter how good it sounds. Yeah. If it's not feeling good, it's not a fit. And, and I really encourage people to, to check in and really connect with that sensation when they're making any kind of decision, but especially working with a practitioner. I totally, totally agree. I've always gone with people that I've trusted or that the vibe, like, you know, when you read something and you go, Oh my God, that's right. I got to do this. I got to go here. It's amazing. That kind of feeling I trust hundred percent. And that's how I've met all these amazing people in this, this energetic community. Yeah. So. I think that um, you brought up, such good points about um, just assessing how you feel with really any decision. And I am glad that you chose the words light and heavy because (laughs) at least for me personally, that's a really great um, scale to measure Mm -hmm. um, how I feel about certain decisions Mm -hmm. Um, because for a lot of people, you know, we're really quick to just say, yeah, okay, sure. And we don't really take the time to really like go into ourselves and check in and say, how do you feel about this? Yeah. And yeah, and it's so important. Yeah. Yeah. So that's perfect. Awesome. So in um, one of the chats that we had earlier, you mentioned something that blew my mind and I cannot <laughs> wait to talk about it. But it's <laughs> the Akashic Records. Did I say that uh-huh. right? Yeah, Akashic Records. Yes. yes. <laughs> Let's kind of dig into that. And I'm really excited to kind of talk about like the past lifetime piece. <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> yeah. So the, the Akashic Records, people ask, you know, where does the Akashic Records come from? And it's kind of like... You know, where does astrology come from? It's been around for thousands of years. Um, No one really knows where the Akashic Records come from, but they're definitely a space. They're... Ooh, how do I explain Akashic Records? So <laughs> it's definitely, it's a soul realignment process. So, and again, I'm going to say stuff that maybe some of your viewers or listeners may not agree with, and that's okay. I'm not here to say this, this is the way I'm here right. to tell you that this is how I move in the world and, and what I believe in. And that, and, and that really fits into my alignment. So Absolutely. just want to say that, <laughs> um, but when we're created at soul level, we're created <clears throat> with a gift. And it can be the gift of compassion or the gift of self-expression or there's a few gifts. And as we move, we're created for the first time with, again, whatever you believe is 
out there with a god or whatever it is as an energy being soul being that you were created and then you start coming into onto earth and the first life that you come onto earth you come in with this gift with this alignment and this is what you're you're to follow if you wish now if you don't follow it doesn't mean you're a bad person but if someone is is following the has the gift of love as their soul alignment and they're moving into this world in anything but what we could see or consider as love they're not in alignment with their soul and so the soul records as we move through lifetimes because we move through many lifetimes we make decisions and our subconscious makes decisions and people have a hard time accepting the fact that you know I've never, I've never would have made that decision that would have been a bad decision that wouldn't I, I wouldn't have asked for someone to come beat me up but in our subconscious so much is happening and we've gone through many past lives and so maybe we've gone through 10 or 15 or 50 lifetimes and we're in a space where in this lifetime things are are hard and it's not easy and we're mm -hmm. always in in the wrong spot at the wrong time but through the past lives and through this life as well we've brought in some of the karma some of the the ways we were and we're we're, we're not moving in alignment with our soul gift our soul being and so to move into the akashic records what i do is i go in and i look into the record of the person i'm working with and all the information from whether there's been things that have happened in those past lives we clear we cut the cords all those contracts all those you know, ways of being in the past lives that you've brought into this life. We, I move into the Akashic record and in an energetic way, as I move through that space, I release you or the person from those contracts, from those things, that decisions they've made. And then I bring that to the client and we talk about it and the client goes, oh my God, that's why I've been feeling it. Oh my God, that makes so much sense because mm. now what I'm going through is exactly like what you've just described, blah, blah, blah. And so it's so cool, the synchronicities that happen with it. And, and then the client goes home with a, just a bit of homework, nothing too, <laughs> too difficult. And if they choose to do the homework and to really move in a space of making new choices that are in alignment with their soul gift, their life changes and wow. it can change dramatically. And so it's not necessarily knowing, okay, I was in a past life in a Roman jungle and I was shackled <laughs> and then someone saved me. So it's not necessarily moving into the story of the past life in details. But it's knowing, so in this past life, I was betrayed. And now, right now, I'm feeling betrayed. And every time I'm in a relationship, I'm feeling betrayed. And so, but they've brought in that peace with them into this lifetime. So yeah. it's so intriguing and amazing. And to me, it's just, I'm always amazed. And in the energy world, even the slightest little amazed thing amazes me. Because <laughs> I just think it's so powerful. And to be able to do this work and help people to, you know, release that, that's, that. that that subconscious stuff that they don't even know is weighing them down is so such a beautiful experience and yeah. to me it brings me joy and yeah. it's so it's so fascinating so when you mention contracts so mm -hmm. um what exactly like is a contract something that we like a conscious decision that we have decided to do with our lives or is that what we feel 
that we've been put on this earth to do? The contract can be perceived or it can be real. So it can be in a past lifetime where there was a contract and you felt, you perceived that that person uh, despised you and you just took on that energy of, of feeling disempowered and feeling guilty and feeling ashamed. And you've so, you lived your life from age three to age 30 in that lifetime with that whole, like some people run records in their minds that are just so intense. So, Oh, that's me and 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 I don't I feel, I feel bad and I feel bad and I feel bad for this and they can't let it go and so because the other person is kind of maybe in that same mind frame of mm-hmm. oh I hate her because she did this to me and, 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 and you're receiving on the other end going I feel so guilty because I did that or this I feel that you know we've gone to the space when there's intense emotion attached between two people then a con contract can be made so if the person mm. is saying to you towards you oh i hate nah, you did this and that but you're going you know what we went through this i'm done with it i'm not going to to let my life take this on then the contract can't be made because you're not as intense in the energy as the other person okay so it, it's subconscious it can be something that's running in your mind because some people are you know maybe not even aware that there's stuff there's a story running or there's a pattern running in there subconscious or it can be very very real it can be something that you know you did um but you may not know this lifetime but as we look into the records you were very aware that you were doing this to this person um and and they felt a certain way and then the contract was made so again it's complicated (laughs) (laughs) and it's a little out there for some people you're yeah there we go oh my god what's she talking about (laughs) but it it's you know and 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 think of you know the the stories that we hear in in the in i don't know in the roman times when they had all those the witchcraft and when they had all kinds of stuff happening that was you know with with spells and with witchery and with different things and some people believe it and some people not but you know we've been on in on this earth many 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 lifetimes (laughs) and um things have definitely changed but things happen in lifetimes and I had a gentleman tell me, he said, I, I went for a past life regression exercise and I always had this pain in my collarbone, like a deep, sharp pain in my collarbone. And when I did my past life, he said, I was in a war and a knife went through me right at the collarbone area. And once he went and moved through that past life, that pain yeah. never came back in. And so it's energetic. We bring our energetics. We're still the same soul. Once our body, once our body carcass goes, we still have energy. And we're, we go back to our dimension. We go back to where we came from. And then we, we, we still, but we still have that same energy with us. So the more we're aligned with our soul in that alignment, the more we get to come back and live the life we truly want to live. Yeah, and that's so, like, fascinating to me, you know. How do you know if you like if you sense that you've have had a past life and is that past life like me now or was that like I don't, it gets <laughs> the questions I have get kind of weird like is that is that me me or is that like a different me but still me it's, like it's <laughs> it's still you. It's still your energy. It's still your soul. It's just maybe there's been, like I said, a contract. Maybe there's been a spell. Maybe there's been something that that is holding you back and you can't quite pinpoint it. But 
once you can, once you can um, discover what that is and cut the cord and, and, you know, ask it to be broken, then you can move on into more alignment. So it's always you. It's no one else. Hmm. It's always you that's coming back. But you're coming back with the history and the story you've created in that lifetime that you haven't let go of yet. And then you need to figure out what you're moving into this lifetime that you, you're bringing in still the same you, right. but you're bringing in this piece that needs to be worked on, that needs to be discovered, that needs to be changed, that needs to be realigned with your soul. And, and look at the earth. We have people who are, you know, born in war zones. We have people who are born in a beautiful tropical space. We have people who, who move in on this earth with love, like genuinely looking into a space of love. And we have people who move onto this earth with hatred inside their, their bodies. It doesn't mean one's better than the other. It just means they need to, to realign, to realign. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. Mm. Yeah. I, cool. We could talk about it. <laughs> we could. We could. <laughs> so um, what do you say to people who are skeptical about your work, who are just like, okay, that's a little out there, you know? <laughs> yeah. I just, I just tell them, you know what? Um, it's Okay. And I'm not here to change your belief. I'm not here to change how you think, how you feel, how you should be moving. Um, and I think you've, you know, I gave a sense of that in this in this interview by saying, you know, it's okay if you don't believe exactly in the same thing that I do. It's <laughs> yeah. okay. You have to be honor your own inner and your own truth. Absolutely. Um, I do ask, you know, be open. Be open to Entertaining the idea, be open to checking it out. Maybe you don't want to check out stuff that I do, but maybe there's someone that you can relate to and you can stuff, check stuff out with. Yeah. And sometimes that opens the door. Sometimes that they go, oh, okay, I can be open. Doesn't mean I need to. No, you absolutely don't need to believe me. You don't need to to trust what I say. And I wouldn't want you to trust just what I say. For me, I'm an experiencer, so experience it, feel it, mm-hmm. see for yourself, and then make a decision. And if it's someone who's totally like you know shutting me down and closing the door, you know what? I don't need to spend energy <laughs> in that space. If that person yeah. is closed and doesn't want to hear about it, I just thank them for their time and I just you know, move to a conversation where we can both connect because I don't, I don't want to be, I, I did the first year that I went into the energy world. I would talk, see everyone and go, Oh my God, did you know you can do this and this works and this, and then you can, and you can track this. And they'd be looking at me with googly eyes and I'd be like, yeah, but you know, you don't get it. You don't get it. And in the end, after a few months, I was like, okay, not everybody's ready to hear this. Right. Not everybody's open to all of this wonderful stuff. And that's yeah. okay. It is okay. It and is. Yeah. And I think we just have to honor that on our end and they have to honor the fact that we, and if they don't, then for me, the conversation just stops. Yeah. Yeah. Everything isn't for everyone. Yeah. So fantastic. Mm -hmm. So um, before we wrap up, I usually ask um, my guests to provide our listeners with three tips and it's kind of specific to their, um, specialty or the topic of our conversation Mm -hmm. so um would you be able to share three tips for maybe um connecting with your with your body or 
um, starting energy work or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. you feel mm-hmm. would be most beneficial? Sure. I think for me, what flipped the switch for me in the beginning was listening, okay. listening, um, listening to me. And by listening to me, it definitely made me listen to others differently. And I was one of the, I mean, I'm a chatty person, I'm (laughs) social. And once I really started working in the energy world, I think for me, it was like, okay, I don't have to be always trying to help and give the advice. And because I was, I'm a helper and I wanted to help. So I just didn't know how to go about it maybe in a more effective way before I went into the energy world. Yeah. And so, and people would say, you know, they come to me and all of a sudden their story would unfold. But I learned how to listen without interrupting. I learned how to listen and let the person say what they need to say and, and let them, you know, pause in that moment as they're saying something that's difficult. And I also learned to listen to my wisdom whether that was that gut feeling, whether that was, you know, me leaving the house and going, oh, I should bring that. Oh, no, I won't need it. And arriving at the, the party or the house or the workplace and going, oh, see, someone asked me for this and I never even would have thought, but that would have done the job. So I'm really listening, listening to my intuition and following it. That has been a key piece for pretty much every decision I make at this point. So that's important. Um, Take a moment uh, every day, whether it's the morning for some when you're alone, whether it's in the evening when you go to bed and just take a deep breath in, maybe four deep breaths in and just say thank you for all the thoughts that are moving through your head. And, you know, a thought pops in. Thank you. Goodbye. A thought pops in. You say thank you. Goodbye. And you just keep doing that until you feel into your breath and connect to your breath. And you just listen again, that word, listen to what your body has to say for that day or for the next day or for a next step or for just a piece of woo-hoo, celebration. Just honor your body in a moment during the day, in the morning as you get up or as you go to bed and just notice how that becomes, one, maybe easier to sleep. Um, you become much more connected and aware of what your body is trying to show you as you run throughout the day and don't stop. So that would be enough. And a third thing, I think if you're even have the inkling of checking out energy work, do it. It will change your life. It totally turned my life upside down in the most beautiful way. Yeah. Were there moments where I was like, holy crap, what's happening? Yes. But even through those holy crap moments, I would not be where I am today without having um, being been open to look into. For me, the first thing was a drumming circle that was so out of my league. And I'm like, hey, I'm just going to go and see, do it, try it. And so just if, if you're a body, if you're in that kind of, because there are so many people in the world today who are kind of on the fence. Uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I've done a meditation class or I've gone to a yoga class or maybe I'm thinking about it or I hear these people talk about this. Get curious. Be open because, yeah, there may be some energetic people out there who are not doing it justice, but the people who are doing it justice, just like in the police force, just like in teachers, just like in any workforce, you're finding the 
the good ones and then you find ones that are kind of like, eh, why are they doing it? But trust your intuition, trust your gut, trust, trust your heart. And if you're ready to dive into some kind of energy work, I dove in two feet. Let's go. Bring it on. And boy, did I bring it on. But I was, that's what I asked for. You can jump in with baby steps. And I suggest you do. The world needs it. The world is in chaos. And we don't have to jump into that chaos. We can jump into ourselves. And that's how we'll change the world. It's changed everything in my life. It really has. And I'm not just saying that. It has totally made me be, become aware of what possibilities lie out there and how I can move in a way that I'm, I'm making my choices. And so the decision-making, listening skills, working you know, better with partnerships, whether it's coworkers, um, whether it's friends, families, partners, just sleeping better. As you said, anxiety, depression, if you're, if you're kind of just always running in on steam and hyper and want to kind of find that balanced vitality, that was where I was. I was like, go, 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 do everything. I can do it. I'm superwoman. And all of a sudden, in one of my, one of my aha moments, and I have had many, but one of my, my, my aha moments, I asked the teacher, I said, so that mean, does that mean I'm going to be boring? And I was like, I couldn't fathom me just kind of going, and she said, no, you will have a balanced vitality. And that has stayed with me since 2008. And people who know me now, like when I walk in the room, I used to be like, not because I needed the center of attention. I'd just be like, ooh, ooh, ooh. and now I, I walk in a room, I can say nothing. And I've had people come to me and say, oh, my God, I love your presence. Thank you for being here. And I'm like, uh, OK, I haven't said a word. And so it just you just you'll be vibrating at another frequency and the more you step into it the more you discover what works for you and how you want to vibe in the energy world you will see the changes in your life enhanced dramatically and that happiness and joyful foundation that everybody seeks you will start to really truly feel it from the deepness of your belly and that to me was was beautiful was what exactly what i needed all right, the ebook um, I'm I've created with uh, co-created with Chris McLeod. She's in Australia and I'm in Costa Rica, and we've gotten together. We've created the Enjoyment Revolution, and you can check us out at www.enjoymentrevolution.com. And that Enjoyment Revolution is where we want to create a ripple effect in the world and change lives and create that happiness foundation that people seek. So we've created a upgrade your life with happiness 20 page ebook that has um interactive there's uh, meditation and interactive two interactive audios in it and there's seven steps and if you go and check out our page you will find the um the place where you can opt in to get the free ebook and we're also on pinterest and kind of we're starting our blog and we're just getting all excited and so you can find us at at that address www.enjoymentrevolution.com Mm -hmm. we're on pinterest we're we have an enjoyment revolution on facebook um and we are just starting our instagram that's kind of exciting for us <laughs> we don't we don't it's, it's kind of we're trying to figure that one out but we've got help help behind the scenes so um instagram is is just new to us so we're there too um and we're launching our blog this week so it's kind of all culminating to to becoming bigger and really working in alignment with with creating the ripple effect in the world so facebook instagram blog pinterest and our website would be where we are pretty, pretty much right now 
And there you have it. Episode four is all done. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Janine is so amazing. The work that she's doing with the enjoyment revolution is so needed in our world. And I can't wait to learn more about the energy work, Reiki, and even those kind of confusing, but super amazing and interesting Akashic Records. Um, I know that the audio was a bit jumpy, but, you know, she is in the jungles of Costa Rica, so I'm just glad that we were able to get in touch with her and talk to her. So um, I hope that wasn't too annoying for you. But um, also the audio at the end, like, disappeared because, of course, first world problems. (laughs) But, um... Basically, towards the end, she was just letting us know where to find her on social media and on the internet. So don't worry if you missed it or um, if it got lost. I will have all of that information on the show notes at sarahandco.tk backslash podcast. And there I will have links to the Enjoyment Revolution blog, their social media, their amazing free ebook and a link to their Christmas special. So if you guys are interested in that, just head on over to the show notes. And I hope you guys have a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever it is that you celebrate. I hope you enjoy it. Spend lots of time with family. Enjoy your presents. Drink that nasty eggnog. Yeah, I know. Fight me. Eggnog is disgusting. I'm sorry. But (laughs) just have a great time with your friends and family. I will be doing the same. And I hope to get more episodes out before Christmas and definitely before the new year. So keep an eye out for those. And I will talk to you next time on the Millennial Wellness Podcast. Take care. Bye.